Welcome to How You Go Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about figuring out the inside. I mentioned last week I signed up for a couple of healing type sessions my first couple of weeks here. Again, It's the motive for being here. I didn't come for fun in the sun. Actually, one of my friends described it perfectly. He said, Jennifer is not going to Bali for a woo-hoo. She's going for a woo-sa. At least in the beginning of this trip. So I wanted to intentionally find and be in those spaces, the woo-sa spaces. So during the retreat, which was a week about not learning, but actually doing practices of self-love, amongst other things. I also did a one-on-one session with the teacher, you know, to go deeper. (laughs) Then after, when I went to my second place, I signed up for another one-on-one with a, I don't know what he called himself. We'll call him teacher too. Well, we did a meditation related to my inner experiences, I'll say. This episode is a little weird for me to think about how to share it, to be honest. I don't want to run down the conversations or outcomes I had with each experience. One, because that would take forever. And it might feel all over the place, especially if you're not one to already be in those kinds of heady spaces like meditations and things like that. Like before I came here, I was already someone who was somewhat heavy in the healing space, or at least heavy enough that my algorithm and my bookshelf would make you think I was a psychologist, a energy healer, a yogi, or all the above. (laughs) So how do I share this in a way that makes sense to everyone listening, not just those type of people. Okay, so I'll share what I learned about myself during the different practices. We'll go with that way. Like in general, what I learned, because I'm still on this journey of understanding myself, which even though it's a lot, it really is my passion. And honestly, I don't want to feel like I have to share with people just for entertainment. I keep reminding myself, I didn't start this podcast to entertain. I hope people can be entertained, but that isn't my goal. I'm sharing my healing session lessons here because, one, it's my podcast to help me process out loud, but also because I really do hope something I experience, or rather, something I wish I knew earlier, really does help one of you in your own life journeys whether it's related to mine or not. So if I say something too broadly and you want more information or you want to understand it better, please do feel free to reach out to me personally. And if you don't know me personally, find me on IG or SpeakPipe. Okay, to start, I will say what I really have appreciated the most during these activities It feels like I'm actually doing something. Coming from me, a heady girl, who is always thinking about healing stuff, 
or why do I do the things that I do? Someone who, again, has so much information already, I just came to a point in my journey where I know enough in my head. And at this point, the information is just going around in circles. So these past couple of weeks, it feels like it's been less about learning about healing or whatever you want to call it, but actually doing something or at the least learning something in a different way. So in no particular order, here are some things I've learned about myself these last couple of weeks. I did a breathwork exercise and here I learned that my body is physically holding on to a lot of tension mostly manifesting in my arms, my chest, and my throat area. Which all makes sense when I think about my life and the messages I've picked up since I was little. I learned I need to release. I learned that my inner child is a little rebel. Well, not really, but she is more rebellious than I thought I was. She wants to play, yes, But I think now she wants to be a little bit more adventurous than just playful. I don't know yet. I'll have to sit with this one a while more and share more in a future episode when I figure it out. But the teacher made a comment when I said I wasn't a rebel. He was like, look at everything you've been doing. And I think that's why I've been fighting or resisting so much. I don't think of myself as a rebel. And here I am being a rebel in some way. And I've been scared of the label, maybe. So instead, I think I need to practice embracing it. I learned that my masculine is wounded and is in protect overdrive, which is preventing me from doing all the amazing things that I want. You know, like walking in my full awesomeness. My potential that I can see, but overwhelms me whenever I take a step closer to it. My masculine won't let me be. I learn that I feel in colors. I learn that I'm not balanced. None of the parts that make me is working together. They each have their own lane, which isn't really helpful in this healing journey or life design process, by the way. I learned I'm scared to use my voice, which is weird to say to people who are listening to my voice right now, but I mean in a bigger way. It's interesting since I can remember people have called me teacher. Even on my way to the airport, someone mentioned to me, I know you'll come back teaching. I'm not sure why he said that or where that came from. Then on this trip, Strangers have seen the potential for me to be on a TED Talk stage, and it's not the first time I've heard that. I've known for a very long time what my purpose is. It's sharing something with people. Information, stories, it's sharing something. Call it teacher or speaker or author even. Whatever it is, it's using my voice. But my voice is stuck, and I hadn't realized that. To be honest, I think I talk too much, (laughs) but really I haven't been saying what I need to say or to whom I need to say it to. I've also learned, which I've mentioned a little bit last week, 
subconscious guilt is holding me back since like forever. You know what makes it hard to take up space? Feeling guilty for taking up space, for having any desire or human need to require space. It's been a rope holding me back for over 30 years, and I had no idea. Now that I know, this week especially, I can see it clear as day. How the things I say or think or feel, how it's this deep down guilt calling the shots all the time. (sighs) Deep breath. That's the deep breath I'm learning to take now when I notice it. And I also learned about collecting my energy. This one I'm definitely going to be thinking and saying a lot more when I go back home. I actually might start my classes and my trainings with it too. My retreat teacher would say at the beginning of each group time that we met together, collect your energy. And it's the idea that when we're not present, We are thinking about something else. We leave our energy there, like work or family or past relationships, things we're stressed about or things we're worried about in the future. We have left so much energy in other places, and it's not with us right here in this moment. Even being here on the other side of the world, I keep thinking of something back home, what I left, what left me what is waiting for me and what I have to do and who I have to see and who I want to see. Like, girl, stop. Be here. Collect your energy. So before you start anything or if you just want to practice being present, collect your energy too. One day last week, I was getting stressed wondering if someone was upset with someone else. I caught myself repeating in my head, not my circus, not my energy, not my circus, not my energy. And it helped. So feel free to borrow it if you want. Those are the things that I've learned these past couple of weeks about myself. Now, none of these things will heal anything on its own. There's no guru or teacher who has the ability to heal you. It really is a journey where you either hide from knowing yourself and practicing what you need, or you actually learn about yourself, how everything connects, and then actually do something with that information. Even if the doing is just being with the information for a while. That's where I'm at, the integration phase. Because doing something is small and daily, not big or this one-time event. I think that's the part that makes us give up so early. This is taking too long, or how much longer, or how do I know if this is working or not? This process is not for the faint of heart, but it is for the heart. (laughs) And as of this recording, that's what I want to work on. My next phase of life cannot be like the first part. (laughs) I'm serious more now about this idea of breathing deep and taking up space. Well, I've always been serious, but I'm serious more. (laughs) I've been saying it, but I don't think people really appreciate how much of a life or death decision it is to do so. 
I can't pretend I don't know about myself. I mean, I guess I could, but if I keep avoiding it, what I know, keep putting on a mask that the life I was living was good enough, I don't think I could survive much longer. I am really scared, but a good kind of scared at this moment. The kind of scared like when you travel to a different continent by yourself. The kind that says, I have no idea what is going to happen, but I need the adventure. I'm craving this experience and not doing it actually feels scarier than doing it. Yeah, that's where I am in this healing journey. Time for integration. Time to just be with the information, then do something with the information. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Healing is a lot of work. Don't give up. The other side is waiting for you. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at HeidiGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.